We're back on the KYMN Morning Show. We'll have Bob with the forecast coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes, but we have a special guest in our studio now from age-friendly Northfield. Cece Lindstroth is uh, joining us. Cece, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you for coming in straight from the pickleball court. Yeah, so <laughs> as I mentioned, if there's a sudden pause, it's because I've totally blacked out. <laughs> That's a lot of transition yeah. for for me to go from pickleball to now a cognitive activity, so I'll do my best. <laughs> well, let's... Uh, I'm glad we have you on today because just uh, a few days ago, Age Friendly Northfield uh, gave their a budget presentation to the Northfield City Council. Can, uh, can you highlight some of that for us? Well, I can. This is the first time we've projected out three years. Mm-hmm. So I won't share all three years. But what I'll do is give you the highlights that we're very excited about uh, for the rest of 2023 and then into 24. One of the things is our collaboration um, with Family Services of Rochester, their neighbor-to-neighbor program. And we are working with them to develop chore and caretaker support services for the Northfield area. So we will work with outreach and information sessions that target providers who can deliver these much-needed services and the older adults who need those services. Another thing that will continue for our second year when we get to the winter months is Sunday Pickleball at the high school. That was amazingly successful. Between noon and four, we were able to set up six courts, and we had sometimes between 50 and 60 people. We had many generations. I played with an eight-year-old. I want to thank you, Noah. I still remember how you saved our team. Thank you if you're listening. (laughs) You brought in a ringer. (laughs) (laughs) And then my next partner was someone my age. So it was very exciting. We had all kinds of groups and segments of our community that showed up. And I think it's because one of the things that we've done with the public money given to us by the city is it is free. We have paddles, we have balls, and you've heard us promote the pickleball. But Jeff, it is so successful at reaching into all segments of our community. Just showing up, you would say, wow, this is a nice cross-section. So it's because of that support from the city. We also are going to continue our winter walking and look for our ad in the fall brochure the community ed and rec puts out because you're going to see that we have added another walking option free during the winter months. It is the Methodist Mile (laughs) (laughs) and it is at the Methodist Church Mm -hmm. and they have a different time than the one that we have, which is pre student hours at the high school and then post and they have earlier afternoons on a couple of days a week so we're really excited about increasing that option this is something that's very exciting in august of 2024 we are proposing a community dance free it would be a street dance and it would be blocking off parts of division we'd work with the city we'd need to work with all kinds of groups that would come in and provide music. But we want to have a professional disc jockey, a professional MC. You know how <laughs> you know how I'm looking right at you, Jeff. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> but anyhow, there are so many musical groups and so many gatherings that happen with this idea of free. 
You know, mm-hmm. we would have maybe the jazz groups from the high school, maybe some of the dance groups from 50 North that show their dancing, maybe a mariachi band. There's no limit to who we can have, but it also would be free dancing. We're hoping we would get food trucks around so that people would be able to eat and have something to drink if they wished. But we've set the money aside, and we're very excited about that. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's Good. coming up in late August, you said? Of 2024. 2024. Four. Okay. Yeah, so we've got a lot of planning to do, oh, sure. a lot of collaboration to do, but we're very, very excited. Another thing that's very interesting, and I know that Nan has spoken with you about this, is that we are setting aside money in our budget to bring Lyft and Uber as a transportation option to the Northfield area. So we want to set up a consultation with Mobility Minis- or Connectivity Minnesota to meet with our folks and to conduct two community presentations. And our budget request would cover costs associated with bilingual advertising and marketing to recruit drivers and also riders. Um, it would also cover whatever we would need to attend for people to attend those community mm-hmm. meetings. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Those are some names people recognize. Absolutely. A lot of uh, good stuff. Yeah. And we're also looking at updating our community resource guide. And then housing, you know, they had those amazingly successful workshops at 50 North this year. And we're going to continue that four workshops a year that focus on a housing-related problem. In 2023, we had 70-plus attendees at our three workshops. And then we would also like in the next year to have a housing fair designed for seniors so that they can really see what housing options are here in Northfield. So that was our budget proposal. Pretty, pretty... Strong, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you mentioned something in there, and I want to. I'm, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but uh, the uh, the dance that you'll have in downtown Northfield is. Uh, we don't really know what downtown Northfield is going to look like next year. The city has been going through some changes, and they've hired some consultants to help kind of guide the city through these uh, the changes that we plan on making over the course of you know the next decade or so. Has uh, the senior community been involved with some of those conversations? Have you talked with people, and uh, is there do you, do you think that there are certain needs or um, I, I guess things that you could do to make it more friendly. Well, people in your audience are going to think we are a well-orchestrated program because that is exactly what I would like to talk about Oh, next. absolutely. So, listeners, you got a real pro here <laughs> at this radio station. So, anyhow, we did meet with the people planning the redevelopment of the Riverfront and Bridge Square. And our topic is, or was, what older folks need in public open spaces. And so I'm going to give you a list of these because you'll see how they pop up in the second part of my answer to your question. Um, We are looking for smooth walking surfaces and transitions between different walking surfaces um, that are paved and unpaved or one paved surface to another where canes or wheelchairs might get caught. So that transitioning is very important. Large fonts on signage and colors that stand out in a background on the sign. Seating with arms shade for the seating and for areas designated to facilitate social interaction that's happening in these open spaces. No more than a 2% grade 
for wheelchairs on anything. And one of the big things is to make sure we've got drop-off areas that make it easy for people with mobility issues to reach the desired seating and activity sites. Mm -hmm. And the other meeting that we had connected to this was meeting with city staff. So it was Ben and Dave Bennett. And they shared with us the plans for the transit hub and pavilion. And again, we focused on what is it that older people or anyone with mobility issues needs in these open spaces. The questions that we um, brought forth and talked about were, how can people using the mobility devices and people not able to climb stairs safely access the hub? And there were questions about the protective overhang that's over the pavilion because common weather issues could pose a significant difficulty on that long ramp. So we are talking about these kinds of things, and the city is welcoming us. It has been great. But but they are important, not just for people my age, but for many people that would find the protection on a long ramp with a low grade or even another opportunity, some kind of lift or something, into the tra- transit hub. Because we know that weather in Minnesota is a big factor. As somebody said to me yesterday, you either love it or you hate it. Every day it changes. So. <laughs> it's either winter or summer. <laughs> Spring and fall. I guess we've we've had a little bit of an autumn in recent years. But I, I could see where, where um, there are certainly times in the wintertime with uh, ice issues, uh, with slippery being in the uh, summertime and, and such, that uh, that would be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So that is our focus. We don't really get into things that aren't our wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. But we do know we've done a lot of research. ARP is a phenomenal resource. You know, I was never going to join ARP. I was never going to be that person. (laughs) I read the magazines now. I go to their website. (laughs) I am like a groupie. But, um, But they have given us such helpful things so that we can get in at the early stages of planning in Northfield. And, you know, the other thing, just like the audio, how much noise will be around for people that have hearing disabilities. Um, Make sure that all the senses have very, very obvious and easy to understand um, methods of communicating. So we're pretty excited about that, and the city's been great. All right. Uh, once again, Cece Lindstroth is with us. Cece, anything else uh, that uh, Age Friendly Northfield has been working on you'd like to pass along? We still have another minute or two. Well, one of the things that we're really going to be looking at next year is how to increase our volunteers. We, we really need to let people know that if I've said anything today that interests you, go to our website because we really would value your help, your time, your ideas. And we're also looking for people that represent different groups in our community to be on our steering committee. We use basically public money. We do write grants. Um, But we are here to make sure that older people and people with any kind of disabilities, mainly mobility issues, um, that we get their point of view out there in a timely way. All right. So that's and, us. And, and now I'm going to pass out, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you get going. We're going to medical emergency here in the studios this, this <laughs> morning. 911, right. are you listening? <laughs> but, uh, folks, uh, if you're interested in more, you can just put in Age Friendly Northfield into any search engine, and boom, it'll take you right to the website. All right, Cece, thanks a lot for coming in. Thank you, Jeff. Always a wonderful.